Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 81 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. And I'm Joshua Unruh. Last week, we were talking about astronomy and stargazing, but it's not easy to deal with light pollution, so we, we thought we would bring in someone to talk about that, Joey Rodman, who we last had on talking about NaNoWriMo. Joey, welcome back. Thank you. Now, you are... She's a woman of many parts. Oh, yeah, she, she is. Many hats. <laughs> You are uh, you're, you're you're helping out NASA in looking at light pollution. Is that is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, we data share. I have been for 12 years studying the changes in light pollution in Oklahoma and part of Texas. Um, originally, the first year I was going around on my own trying to do it in 2006, I actually got um, NASA to data share with me. And this year they actually have an app, so everybody can help. Oh, cool. So, uh, I'm super that excited. Is so super cool. Well, that makes sense. It's not, well, first off, there's, well, I'm sure, budget cuts say, <laughs> for I was NASA. Say it's NASA. Nobody yeah. wants to give them money. Well, you no, know, no, no one does. But um, it and just helps to have and... so many eyeballs. We were talking about that when it comes to stargazing. We never thought about what it's needed for light pollution. So, what exactly do you do? Yes, so, how does one test it? Can we help? Yes. Yeah, you can definitely help. And I need a lot of help from everywhere in Oklahoma. Um, so basically, light pollution happens when we have man-made lights outside, and they light up the sky instead of the ground. So they're having what we call light leaks so that the light is going up into the sky or out towards the horizon instead of down at the ground where you want the light to be. Right. If you think about when you go camping and you're hiking in the woods, you have a flashlight. You don't point it up at the trees. You don't point it out at the horizon. <laughs> you don't care about those things. You point it at the ground because you don't want to fall. Right. So somewhere in the grand scheme of making man-made lighting, we seem to have forgotten that bit of common sense. And we're lighting up the night sky and we can't see the stars. Now, what we do when we go out and we try to find uh, light pollution to try to see the level, there's a different magnitude of light pollution, and it's on a scale from one to five. And the worse it is, the less amount of stars you can see mm -hmm. with your eyeballs. Mm -hmm. You don't need any kind of special equipment. You just need your eyes. You go outside for a little bit, kind of get dark adapted, and you'll look up at the sky. Right now, for March and April, we're doing the constellation Leo. And if you go to the Globe at Night website, they'll show you how to find that. Look up, find Leo, say, on the scale of one to five, how many stars can I see? The app has a picture, so you can just pick which one it looks closest to, and then you're done. All of that data will come to me, and I will make a light pollution map of Oklahoma that should be done probably mid-May. And oh, then this amazing. summer, when yeah. you want to go out with your kids and it's nice weather and you want to look at the stars you'll be able to look at that map and see where you can see them best. That's wonderful. Yeah, see, I live just west of Edmond, so I can't see any. Um, right. It's, it's, I, Edmond well, is the worst, I think, Actually, right they now, canceled the stars in Edmond. That's, that's right. They that's just right. budget There's, cuts. Yeah, they just, just took around. I, you know, it's just there's so many, and, and there is. I mean, it's, it is, Edmond is, has considered, like, the most lights per capita than any other city like well, in the world yeah. it's, Way to go. they don't want yeah. crime duh. well it's just it and you're right if it was going straight down that would be fine but it doesn't it goes out and so you granted now if i look straight up you know almost know where i am in oklahoma city i can look straight up and see a few stars it's the horizon where it gets really bad yeah we call mm -hmm. that sky glow 
And for humans, that's maybe not as bad or as noticeable on a day-to-day basis. I don't think anyone in Oklahoma City looks up at the sky as much as I do. In fact, uh, my husband has kept me from getting hit by a car in Bricktown before because we were crossing the street, and I'm like, oh, it's the Pleiades. And he's like, oh, it's a truck. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately. Rain it in, lady. Um, So, you know, we maybe don't notice, but... Our wildlife notices. Mm-hmm. Up until this year, I was working with a biologist that was counting bats in Oklahoma, and we have found a correlation. We don't know what it means yet. The first thing you do is find the correlation. Then after that, you hope other scientists like poke at it and find out if it's causative. But we found a correlation between increasing light levels and a decrease in bats. Oh, and no. that's actually pretty bad because the bats that she studies can eat their body weight in mosquitoes yes. every night. Oh, yeah. We yeah. like bats. We, we, we dig them. Yeah. And so our ecosystem is being kind of neg- negatively affected by light pollution. And there are some studies in other states that say that humans are being negatively affected. Increases insomnia, uh, depression, yeah. anxiety. <laughs> right yeah, here. Sure. I have no, I mean, huge that'll, issues with light. Yeah, yeah. complicate your biorhythm. Sure. And uh-huh. uh, um, I mean, especially, I, I've read some things like the blue light from yeah, screens I, and I stuff have like a, that. I have that app that filters out the blue light gradually as the with the sunrise and sunset. Mm, so yeah. like, because otherwise, I'm a terrible insomniac. And it's one of the, that's one of the things you can do to help it is. I never thought of it. Yeah. It's called Twilight on Android. Anyway, it, and it, yeah, it does what nature would do. What nature would do with my smartphone. Yeah. I mean, it filters (laughs) out that blue. The blue is apparently the worst for, for keeping you alert and Mm -hmm. awake. Um, So yeah. Anyway. Interesting. And would you so you've been doing this study for 12 years yeah i think it's probably safe to say it's progressively getting more light polluted it is and there it's hard to not pick out certain areas of the city that are horrible and i don't want to pick on people right. michael already I threw edmund did. right I mean, under the dude, bus dude i so. throw edmund under the bus every chance i get Goodbye, Edmund fans. Someday I'm going to have to apologize to Edmund. I live in Edmund. I go to church in Edmund. I just, you know, but it's just, that's a bad, that's why why I can speak. It's like I can speak bad about it because it's, you know, you own it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Yeah. We give you permission to throw parts of city under the bus if you want. Right. So, Bricktown. Yeah, really good parts and really incredibly horrible parts. Uh Really? There's a sign over by, uh, what used to be the Myriad, I don't know what it's called. Whatever it is. The Cox, the Cox oh, yeah. you're talking about the huge, There's a huge like giant the kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and I have a dark sky meter that measures the light. And if you get underneath that thing, it registers as noon and daytime. Yeah. Like, it is daylight at 2 a.m. Uh-huh. in, in that area that. of the city. And it breaks my heart. And that sign is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I know it's pretty and I like shiny things. But <laughs> but it's like Hong you Kong. can be too it's, shiny. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a little bit too shiny. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of months ago, OU got a new nighttime scoreboard. And you could see the sky glow from that scoreboard three miles away. Yeah. Goodness. It was lighting up yeah. red and white and blue. And I was like, that's not natural. <laughs> no. That's not okay. It's also... Maybe a little much. Yeah. I mean, I feel oh, like... you? A little much? No. I feel like the people sitting in the stadium probably didn't need light. They don't need that much. three miles yeah. away. Right? And well, it's, yeah. It's a, yeah, there's a, there's an on-queue that opened uh, near my house on oh May on 150th. And I was just one morning, you know, because I go to work at 4 o'clock in the 3.30, uh-huh. 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, dark so I'm, 30. I'm in, I'm in the waiting for a stoplight, and it switched over to like a, a white-based 
picture and i was like i i the really sun thought just this came up exactly. yeah I like, i'm way too late apparently yeah, like oh the sun has risen yeah. and i need to get to work down yeah that's the thing that thing is so freaking bright i've seen it in yeah. the middle of the night and whoa <laughs> why do you have to have that bright in the middle of the night yeah so people know where to get their gas. So people know where to get but their gas. But I know where to so kill my gas because I got a number. I got this. Around. It's a safety feature to keep people from looking at the Pleiades and getting hit by trucks. Yeah, they actually that used be. to be illegal. It, Those bright, they kind well, of ought to be. It's really Well, and they are if they're like in a certain amount of animation. Can't, like this is weird. Well, that's, it's not, a, it's, it's billboards. It's a distraction. That's, that's billboards. Um, it, it, billboards have to be uh, have to be static for seven seconds and you can't, you can't have any city kind of animation on billboards because yeah, well, it, exactly. was, it was a city ordinance we had that a was big passed sign. about 10 years ago. Yeah, I managed a hair salon and we had yeah. to get a permit for the sign because it was an anime. It was animation. And then it had to like it had to be static. Yeah, which is, these, aren't, these aren't animated. It was a They're just, They're just so bright. incredibly bright. Right now. OK, so you mentioned Bricktown has like good spots and bad spots. So how far away? R- I mean, roughly. Do I have to be from that sign for it to start to become more normalized? Mm-hmm. If you can get out kind of behind Bass Pro by where the canal goes. Oh, oh yeah. We like, can see some pretty let, good. Let some yeah. uh, other buildings and, yeah. and I'm in a depression cover up. If you can get up. like uh-huh. some yeah. physical barrier, like, Bass kind of Pro locks a lot of sins. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, <laughs> it's, it's over there by the, you're still, still by, by the that. canal, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, the end is that like cool. That Centennial Park mm-hmm. back in there, uh-huh. which, by the way, has like eight Pokemon stops. Yeah. Super yeah, great. Real yeah. You can see the stars there. And you can catch like a thousand Magikarp, but right, it's, all it's a, at the, the best like one stop shop. You need a thousand Magikarp for real. You need a you thousand, need a thousand Magikarp. Yes. I, well, we, we were Legit. walking home from from that Pokemon thing. We were just running around catching things. There's a whole bunch of them. Around yeah, here. and yeah. Magikarp is Bricktown's where you go. So <laughs> just FYI. So how much? I'm now thinking about this. How much does my even at the dimmest setting, how much is my phone screen messing with my night vision when I'm trying to compare these these pictures? Because uh, you said yeah. the comparison, and I that immediately thought, that's super question. useful. And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> even at the dimmest, it's yeah. got to be affecting me. So there is a night mode on the app that mm-hmm. helps a lot. Oh, okay. So it makes it less bright. But it's actually fun. I used to work in a planetarium. and Jelly. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> People would turn on their cell phone and text during the show. Oh, my gosh. And I would be very nice because I was at work, and I didn't want to get fired, and that gig was all, you know, super awesome. But I would have to remind people that every time you turn on your phone, you are taking 10 minutes to get dark adapted again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a 30-minute show. If three and, of you turn it on, we're screwed. Yeah. yeah. Like, and and, that, and <laughs> well, it's for the whole and, room. It's yeah. the whole yes. room. Yes. You, yeah, you're room. doing the worst to yourself looking right at it, but... That room is so dark and enclosed that uh-huh. you're you're getting everybody. My first realization about light pollution was taking my son to to the planetarium when they would say, "And this is about what it would be like, you know, three miles out of town or whatever." And then it was like, and the, it, they didn't say it exactly like this, but it was something like, "And this is what it would be like a hundred years ago." And yeah, was, and I'm like, oh, that's well. gorgeous. Uh-huh. So I there's know. some stars up there then. Yeah. It's awesome. There are a few times. I've been a few places. Uh, you know, you go to places like Hawaii. You go to, you know, uh, even there are some places in Oklahoma where you can go and there is no light pollution whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and then the opposite of that is Hong gorgeous. Kong. Absolutely. <laughs> There's yeah. no stars. There's no stars. They canceled them in Hong Kong, too. I can believe it. Budget. Period. Trinitrons everywhere. Like Jumbo. Like Jumbotrons. So, wow. yeah. Like, 
I took, like that corner in Bricktown times mm-hmm. a million, <laughs> zero stars. I took a set of Girl Scouts out a couple of years ago, and they were all from um, kind of Bethany, War Acres kind of area. And I was volunteering with the troop, and one of the girls told me, she goes, hey, you're an astronomer, right? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, can you answer, answer me a question? I was reading a book, and the girl was talking about, you know, as impossible as counting the stars. And she goes, it's not impossible. I can count them. There's only like 10. And I was like, whoa, "Whoa, honey. You're you're like, just Um, stick with me here. Yeah, I was like, so we're going to go camping. And I took them out. We all went out to uh, Black Mesa, which is up Uh in the Panhandle. And I'm looking at this guy, and I'm crying because I'm obsessed. And all little girls are looking, and they're like, there's a UFO. And I said, no. No, there's just stars. There's just stars. It's just stars. And they said, no, that thing over there. And I said, that's the Milky Way. And they said, what's that? And then I'm really crying. You know, I'm like, oh, these poor children. They have no idea what the Milky Way is. And so I went through. I was still working with museum that time. And I started asking kids. You know, it's very unscientific. Do you know what the Milky Way is? And I said, oh, yeah, we live there. Have you ever seen it? And they're like, no, we live there. I know. Right. It's like looking, I can't look at all of Earth because I'm on Earth, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, nope, but it's pretty see big. The Milky Way. A yes. pretty good proportion of them had no idea that you could see the Milky Way in the night sky. And most of their parents didn't either. They they thought I was full of it. Yeah. Well, no, and, and I used to live I used to live up in, 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 in Coyle, uh, in between Guthrie and Coyle over by Langston. And boy, on a clear night with no moon. Oh. You could you could yeah. see the Milky Way. You could see every one of the, especially on a cooler night when it's like no clouds. Mm-hmm. It's completely clear. It's usually about thirty two degrees, but it's just you know cold and clear, and you can see with there's no moon out there. It is amazing, and also of course, but it was even more amazing was I I I, I was always I never understood growing up in a city when people would talk about oh, you'd have a full moon and people would be able to go out and do things. And I'm like, we can go out and do things now. There's lights everywhere. <laughs> you just flip a switch, man. But until you go out there and you realize how bright everything is under a full moon, you go, oh, okay, this is why this is why people waited for the full moon to go out and do things because otherwise you can do it's it. complete darkness. Yeah. But, There's, yeah. Actually, um, a lot of people, when they hear me kind of rail against light pollution, they say, oh, well, we need our lights at night. I don't want to take away your lights. I just want you to have smart lights. Mm -hmm. The fun thing about the signs that we were talking about that are just so bright and so, you know, offensive to your eyes is if they would just put shielding around them to point that light down, it would still be pretty to us, but it wouldn't kind of mess with the things that live at night. And how much more amazing would that be to see that from above that you wouldn't necessarily see? That's the problem is you look at the the night of, you know, from from like satellites from the moon and you see where all the cities are because all the lights are just shining everywhere. They're not shining. They're not directed. Directed right down. They're just, they're turned on. And so you see all these lights Mm -hmm. and it's like, why do that? Why not just focus them down? And then that way, uh, maybe the aliens won't know we're here. (laughs) Right. If they're bad ones, we don't want them. Exactly. It's like, shh, shh. We turned out the light. It's like, it's like the blitz. <laughs> yeah, totally. Don't answer. Don't answer. Turn the lights out and don't answer the door. The bad aliens are here. <laughs> <laughs> we owe them money. Guys, the bad aliens are here again. Okay, they flew away. Start what do you want party? me to tell them? <laughs> uh, so. so. So anybody who does the app, that goes directly to 
to NASA? That goes to NASA, and okay. then they send me the data set. Oh, but they do yeah. send they send yeah. you, so you can collate your own specific Oklahoma map. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Very cool. Where do we get it? So and you can get the app on Android and iPhone. I have not checked if it's on Windows Phone because I don't know anyone with one of those. No. no. But they don't exist. The bad aliens have them. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. It's called wow. Loss of just, the Night. We are just burning I all the bridges are. today. We are. We still love our Android we listeners. We like the good aliens. Uh, loss. Loss. Loss of the Night. Loss of the Night. And it's free. God. It sounds so sad. It is very it's sad. It's like the saddest it app mel- name ever. Pretty melancholy and I, there. And yeah. so you, you were saying it actually, you, you feel like it has gotten worse. That there's, even yeah. though we've gone to more LED lighting, is that? Well, the problem is a lot of times when cities are going to LED, they're going to the blue LED uh-huh. instead of the amber. Um, and I have seen good lights around town. They recently, I guess, maps came through in my neighborhood and put in sidewalks and street lights, and those are actually pretty good. If it gets foggy in the spring, early in the morning when it's still dark, if you go outside and go through your neighborhood, you can see where the light leaks are. Mm-hmm. And so you can see that light going up and out. And we were up maybe mid-February at 3 a.m. because – that's what I do. Sure. And we were out in my neighborhood, and there are actually some really good lights being put in that are new that are pointing down at the sidewalk. It saves money, it saves energy, <laughs> and it saves our view of the stars. Yeah. So awesome. it's not all bad everywhere. But, yeah, the app is free. You can download it. Um, we're collecting data March 20th through the 29th and April 18th through the 27th. But you're if you want to submit anytime you want i will take your data um especially this summer it, next week is spring break for me so if you guys are going out for spring break you're going to go camping or you go out the summer mm, yeah. and you're driving spread out you know wherever you're driving down to texas and you get down around ardmore please open your app and do a reading for me because it's hard when you get into those places that are less populated yeah. to get enough data yeah, so it's not just Oklahoma City. It's 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 throughout. Well, it's just yeah. I guess wherever you are, you're going to need just data. Just do the thing. Yeah. 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 It doesn't matter if you're flying over to Japan. Might as well look up there and send the data in. I'm Again, sure the yeah. stars, they cancel them. And, well, like, no, I'm saying like Japan, like maybe Okinawa. You know, or Tokyo. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they're gone. No, Tokyo gone. you can't. Yeah. <laughs> we have scientists all over the world yeah. that are doing this. So anywhere you go, literally anywhere you go, you'll be helping a scientist learn more about light pollution and how it's going. If you feel like you can't see stars in your backyard, we still need that reading. Yes. We need to know where it's bad, and we need to know yeah. where it's good. Yeah, if, and now, is it, okay, so you said it's looking at Leo. How many, do you, off the top of your head, know how many stars there are supposed to be? You're, how many stars are there in Leo? Do you know? 7,384. Well, I mean, do, yeah. do you know Just off the top kidding. of your head? It's, I know usually, it says on the app. You know, yeah, usually in the city you can see 6 or 10. We're more worried about... Which of the stars you can see because there are different magnitudes. The magnitude will be different, mm-hmm. sure. Because the brighter, some areas of the city, you can see the brighter stars. I live right in the middle of kind of the city, and we have a lot of lights, and I can see his head mm-hmm. and one of his feet on a good night if it's clear, if it's a new moon. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are, there are areas where you can see the entire constellation of Leo. Oh, sure. If you're really into it and you are through Oklahoma City, I would recommend going down to Science Museum Oklahoma and sitting in their planetarium show because they can show you with laser pointer how to find it. Yeah. Oh, that's and I great. used to do that all the time. Um, but, I mean, there's another app on iPhone. I think it's called a dark sky meter. I think it's like a dollar. Um, 
but it works on iPhone, and you just point it at the sky, and it takes the reading for uh, you. Hmm. And so that's like easier that if you can't well, find will that constellations. Also, well, because finding constellations, okay, I yeah, is I found difficult. Like even with the the after the laser pointer, because let me tell you what, there was a span where Tiny Elijah and I were in the planetarium thrice weekly. Dude, I was I, and I was yeah. still like you take. I was that. I mean, kid. it's like a microcosm of the sky. Yeah. So then you blow it out, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. fifty or a hundred times. And I knew what I was looking for, but I'm also I'm in a I'm in the city, so I'm I'm like I can't even find the starting point, and I'm just oh yeah not yeah. great at it, oh, which was very disappointing to my child. He's like it's supposed to be there. Well, we need to drive a half an hour. That Dad, way, you're buddy. a genius. What's wrong? <laughs> Why? Well, and of course, I mean, and, and, so and I'm you guessing didn't the know time, Tad. The time that you're That's doing right. it matters also because well, I mean, you sure. want them at all times. You want them not just yeah. different same places, different places. You want them different times too because again, if Leo is just rising. You can't you're, find you're it. Just, you can't you're find not going to be right. able to find it in parts of the city. You've got to go to, to some little black mesa would be good. Um, and it's, that was that was the freakiest thing about going to a place where there's no light pollution whatsoever is the horizon. Mm-hmm. And when we were in places like Hawaii, when we were in Hawaii, and you'd be and you'd see stars going all the way into yeah. the ocean. That's like, so huh, cool. how is that possible? Right? There's no people over there screwing it up. <laughs> and it's yeah. just it's amazing. So I mean, so it's got it. So you guys want not just at certain times, like everyone look up at two o'clock in the morning. Right. It, you want you know at, <laughs> at different times so you can kind of get an idea. of where it is uh, dependent on the the evening yeah so so if you're only going to do it once the best time is usually about 9 p.m usually everything should be up by then usually most of the kind of daytime traffic and everything is kind of settled down everything should be great but any kind of data you can give me I'm happy I need it from everywhere I need it from everyone Mm -hmm. and I am super great at taking data in and digesting it and spitting it out into something that's actually useful. That's actually one of the things that they teach you when you go to school for sciences. <laughs> right? What do you do with all this information and how do you make it applicable Super to people? Super good question. Yeah. Which is, which is important. That's, that's you got to be able to collect all that stuff up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I was going to say, if you can't find, you know, if you're having trouble with that, the way I got around this, there are some decent i mean i found them to be pretty decent even free but also very cheap apps that will just like map the night sky so if you're like i need leo and it will seriously put like an arrow and you to, have to and then you, to, to and you, and then you can yeah. find it and then i'm like okay now i can switch to the other it's like one finding a pokemon because yeah. i couldn't i was just i was just really bad at taking this information from the planetarium out into the mm-hmm. world and my disappointed child was like what are we gonna do and science it yeah <laughs> That's right. With let other people's app Google. science. Yeah. Sure, there's an app for that. that. And I, I, Devin, I think you hit on something. We've got all these people that go out and they're looking for Pokemon. Dude, Dude take while a you're moment. at One it. One-stop shop. Take a exactly. moment. You're out there. You're doing, searching for Pokemon anyway. Take a moment. Look Especially up. if you're at a place where you've already used up all the Pokestops and right? there's no Pokemon around. Look take up. a minute. You're chasing that stupid flying one that I can never remember. Zubat. He's horrible. Don't chase that Zubat. Well, He's I mean, chase that it. Zubat and then look up. Then chase that Zubat yeah. and then find Leo. Nick. Because if people were to treat, treat this almost like mm-hmm. a game, uh, you know, you'd get your data really fast. <laughs> because Dude. people would be very serious about it, I think. I totally agree. It, it would be super great if as many people that play Pokemon would give me data. <laughs> I, would, I would be so happy that data set would be so big. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and it helps you to to kind of be, to go back with answers, uh, not only to NASA, 
but it allows for NASA to go to the elected officials. It allows uh, NASA to go to city officials and say, look, we're then because then you can look at well there's there's been a decrease in insect population i mean one of the things insects i think is and not all insects are bad but we do know that moths the reason why moths fly to a flame the reason they fly to uh uh, uh lights of any kind is because they have missed they that's how they used to fly they would see stars and yeah. moons and and they would fly upward towards and that's how they would know to stay up well now they're flying to now they fly into light bulbs you know, yeah they're flying to things that are killing them mm-hmm. and um and that's only funny that's for a minute, you guys. Really, yes. Seriously. Yes. It is, it, it's, the worst thing is we do know that it's dangerous, that if we, it, it, tr- it destroys the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind you know, killing off mosquitoes with bats, but there are, there are insects <laughs> well, out there that's the legitimate way to do it. Let's, right. uh, let's uh, get more bats. <laughs> let's get more bats. Kill off <laughs> let's the, get more bats. But it really affects yeah. the ecosystem. Like, for real. <laughs> well, and the, the good thing to remember is even if you don't like insects, and I'm personally not a huge fan, Everybody eats somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the bats eat the mosquitoes, but the bats also pollinate our plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody estimated in Oklahoma like a third of our pollination is happening from bats. Is it really? And That's so everything is interconnected, and it's really hard to explain how important it is not to mess with that balance because a lot of times we don't even understand the balance yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The amount of stuff that we don't know that we don't know we find is out so by throwing the balance off, right? And yeah, then we, go, we find Ooh. out when something bad happens. Sure. Oh, we shouldn't have and, done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's fix it. Frogs, well, unfortunately, fortunately, yeah. it's irreversible. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and this one feels potentially reversible right like i mean eventually the state of oklahoma is going to have some money again someday Mm -hmm. and we can start talking or about switching the lights out i mean not not necessarily wholesale but like as they come up let's Mm -hmm. let's Let's make the repair let's do the thing and here's the data to show why that's worthwhile and i mean i'm already calling all of my representatives for so many things anyway it's nice when i have a date when i can say i'll send you this map this right. is actually a thing we need to be worried about. Mm-hmm. We have we have data showing why yeah. this is important. I think also but you you hit on it earlier was you you, you know mentioned the state of Oklahoma is needing to save money. Um, guess what? Actually, everything that would be done to reduce light pollution in the state of Oklahoma or the city of Oklahoma City saves money. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's direct correlate. Yeah, certainly the biggest, most obvious things of switching to certain kinds of lights. And yeah. yeah, like you do in your house. Right. Just, Neat. Just, I lived in Tucson for a while, and they have light pollution laws there. And so really? there is a certain kind of light you can have and the shielding you have to have and the um, kind of wavelength that can be on and stuff. And I didn't know that when I moved there. My husband got moved there, and so I followed because I like him a lot. And <laughs> so we went, and I'm an astronomer. I can find all 88 of the official constellations and about 100 other constellations from other cultures and we went out to Tucson. We're in the middle of the city in line for the drive-in movie. And I have my head out the car window. <laughs> and my husband's like, what are you doing? Play and I was these. like, there's so many con- there's so many stars, I can't find a constellation. It's full of stars. It's I just got stars. overwhelmed oh stars, yeah. in the middle of Tucson. If oh, my gosh. That's wonderful. And it's amazing. And so I went and talked to them. I said, why did you guys do this? And they said, well, the thing is, is when we put in the right kind of lights and we direct the lights in the right direction, we need about half mm-hmm. of the oh, street lights yeah. of what we used sure. to have. You're it wasting energy. Money, so it good. energy. Yeah. 
again, save money, save so energy. A lot, a lot of times, a lot of times Oklahoma elected officials aren't all that thrilled about saving electricity energy because they, well, the more you spend on energy, the more money they make. I'm yeah. staying away from this rabbit trail. Well, it's, it's I've covered them many times. Yep. And I'm just it's true they, for for our listeners' sanity. I'm staying away from that rabbit trail. I'm just gonna say we need to do more. And yeah, you're absolutely definitely. right. There is there, and it's easy. It's not mm-hmm. you know. I and of course we can't really do much because. I don't think we personally, individually, are causing the light pollution. It well, is, it is our, ours ourselves. As you, a, as, you absolutely as, are, but not to the scale that you're doing as a municipality. Right. So it's like, right. I, I can't even. Whatever I could do at my house is not going to impact the situation until the municipality, and then it's like, all right, now we can be down to fine tuning houses and actually yeah. make it matter. And what I think it would also help if because um really the truth is elected officials to actually listen to you so when you call your mm-hmm. city councilor when you call your county um, uh, commissioner when you call your state lawmaker they you know especially on something like this because it's not really a partisan issue um you can really kind well, of you go, would think well it's really, I mean, it's really not if you go to mo- i mean i've seen this on both sides of both people arguing yes or no on both sides so it's not really a partisan issue so if you go to him and say look we really need to do something and then if you've got joey's data that makes it even more powerful mm-hmm. well and not to and, and the fact that other people have done it as well not to put not to put children to utilitarian uses but can you imagine the a sort of uh like town hall situation for for a city for city officials where those Girl Scouts were talking about how mm-hmm. they counted that's ten like, stars. It's like and cinematic. Then, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's, and I and I, I that sounds really be, cynical, and I don't hugely mean impactful it like that. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, because and here's here's the psychology of light. Like if you start thinking about this, it will it will it will change the way that you see things around you. Mm-hmm. I. I would joke, uh, um, so I, I worked as a private investigator for a while, and I would joke about how, yeah, that neighborhood is really dark and scary until you're the one who's sneaking around in it, right? And then it's like, covered in light. <laughs> you right? are so obvious. And so it's just like, cha- you know, switch yeah. your psychology of how you're seeing the thing, and suddenly it's, oh, no, this is actually really important and impactful, mm-hmm. and we should do something about it, mm-hmm. and it's easy and less expensive it saves money which of course i mean right now we need to we need to save <laughs> as much money as possible yeah i yeah. think that that's kind of the fun impact of citizen science is that a lot of times people know that these are problems intellectually a lot of people know hey if you've got the light on really bright things that are alive and awake at night maybe they don't like that very much but it doesn't hit home for them until they've gone out in their own neighborhood and seen oh wow I really can't see the stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, this is really bad. Yeah. And yeah, I had a bunch of data points last year, but a bunch in the span of this 20-year project I'm doing. I think I have like 100 people for the state of Oklahoma. Like if I could get more than 100 people to go outside <laughs> and look at the sky for five minutes, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Because I think people know it's a problem, but I think they don't realize how big of a problem it is and they don't realize they could do something about it right and if i and if i'm honest i mean i grew up in a large enough town that there weren't lots of stars for me to like going out and stargazing i'd be like why would i do that and then when i when i had a little kid who wanted to go do that and i'm like it's not it's not worth it man it didn't like my own 
cynicism, I guess, about stargazing had not, I hadn't noticed that it was there because really it's crap. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we've made it crap. Yeah. Why and, would and I go and, do and, it? And we have made yeah. it bad, bad since I was a child because I remember, and I lived up in War Acres, uh, which right now you can't see any stars up in War uh-huh. Acres. But when I was growing up, when I was growing up there in the early 80s and the mid 80s, I would lay out on my roof and just look at the stars. There were many, many stars. Dude. Now you go into yeah. War Acres and you look up and it's like, there's a one. Ten. There's a Walmart. <laughs> also, yeah. let's not forget that anti-mosquito lobby. I feel like we should not lose sight of the anti-mosquito <laughs> lobby in this process. Right. I think, I think my wife would pack that, yes. Yeah. Everybody yeah. start keeping like bats in Don't your backyard, like carrier pigeons Dude, instead. I looked into having a bat house, like. And they're surprisingly hard to maintain. Like, I've heard that too. Interesting. I was thinking, I was thinking bats about are very well. fragile creatures, so hence, you know, that's part of the other reason why we're the bat population is diminishing because, like, they, it has to face a certain way, and it like it Jeez. has to face a certain direction. Yeah. It has to get a certain amount of light. It has to be a certain height. It has to be a certain height. Yeah. It's, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff going. Into yeah, that it's house. interesting. Okay, can I just have like one vampire bat? Totally. Because I mean, those but, things are huge. <laughs> they can't be that fragile. They're really fragile. The va- and what? interestingly enough, the weirdly, uh, vampire bats, um, different species of blood-sucking bats, per, they will only eat one type of blood. I'll di- I'll get it for them. I'm just <laughs> saying, I, like they're very well, you go they're see very more. specialized <laughs> and they're very. Yeah, they're very no, not for me. They're very crazy, <laughs> and they like they they. There's there's only a couple that like people. I got that. Uh, I got that barking, that annoying barking neighbor dog. I was, I'll oh, so, I'll settle this hash. Bring <laughs> it. Bring it. I don't know if I can don't, endorse don't, that as a don't don't mess with the attack bat. You got a sign. Well, just oh, these are. I'm sorry. I I rabbit trail because those are separate things. The vampire bat is not useful for the anti mosquito okay. okay. lobby. Right. That's true. It's only useful for the anti neighbor barking dog lobby. <laughs> exactly. You could also do piranhas hanging, in the koi pond. Just saying. From my arm. <laughs> Elaine, <'em>. Elaine Bennis <laughs> should have actually gotten the vampire bat <laughs> instead yeah. of throwing it off the balcony. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So train yes. it to go for barking Bats, dogs. I'm anti-mosquito into this. Lobby. Yeah, yeah anti mosquito lobby. Into no Pro stargaz- stargazing lobby. Make the Girl Scouts happy, you heartless jerks. Save, yeah. save, save the state Buy money. You can put money into teaching. Put, you can put money into schools. You can put. You but know. in the meantime, just go out and look. Do the app. Just yeah. Go out and look up at the sky. Now Lost the paid the, the paid app also uh, feeds that data to NASA. Is that yes, right? Okay. And I will get that data. You said it was just a dollar. That's, it's that's, like 99 cents. Yeah, it's okay, amazing. so the, and that one's, is it only for iPhone? Yeah, I think it's only for iPhone, and... That's okay. I wonder... Uh, for well, the life of me, I cannot remember the name of it because I have an Android, but... Watch our Twitters. <laughs> High five right here. High watch five. our various Twitters. Dark, no, but I mean... Um, yeah, dark watch our Twitters. But with a little extra work, uh, finding Leo, like I said, there you would need a second app, but again, it's sure. kind of fun. Once, Once... It's not once I'm not out there feeling like I'm beating my head against the brick wall looking for constellations. Right. Once it just became simpler to find them, mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun, even when we couldn't see them very well. So if I'm also doing that and then just switching over to the to the um, I'm sorry, loss of night yeah. to to log that data, that's yeah. Come on, have some fun, people. Go out now and then catch a Pokemon. When you say for, you're right, get rid of the Zubat. Um, finding Leo, like, is that an actual? It's just dark sky meter. 
Yeah. Is, yeah. The, is the app the... is a Leo compare. The, the, the oh, app okay. that is I a Leo Oh, okay. I thought you meant there was another one no. I was confused about. No, I'm saying, were... so but I, I would use a sky map right. and just type Leo Find in Leo. and it will tell me with yeah. arrows which way to go. Yeah. No, and then totally. once I've got was... it and I'm looking right at it, uh-huh. I go, switch to loss of night and I can do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. After I close my eyes. And it has a night eyes. mode. I, I'm actually just looking at it for the first time. And that it, uh, so you, it, it has an Android? adorable owl. It is the Loss of Nights. And yeah. I'm obsessed with owls. So there I we like go. I like owls. They're nighttime animals just mm-hmm. like me. And they get a bad rap. <laughs> they get a bad rap in almost See, I'm an, every I'm culture. I'm a nighttime animal too, but I'm actually the morning side of nighttime. Yeah, you animal. are. I, I love getting up. I love the the... Like the dawn. early hours, right before dawn, yeah. I love that time when that no like one is out. The sacred it's time of day. Just those are the, those are the best times to me. Mm-hmm. Those are the best meteor shower times. Yes, there, there'll be a couple of meteor showers this summer. It's my favorite summer, time of so day too. Is there really? What do we Yay! got coming up? This, there's always one in August, right? Yeah, there's one in August. That's the Le- the, isn't that the Leonids. Is that the? Yeah. That sounds possible. Yeah, that sounds plausible. There's one about every three months in Oklahoma. We're like in yeah. prime meteor area. In fact, and on Oklahoma, on a clear night with a new moon, if you stay out long enough, you'll see about two or three meteors an hour all the time. If you just cool. kind of stay out there high and get traffic dark area. adapted. We're yeah. a high traffic area for meteors. It's okay. great. So where is an example of a good of a good place. Hey, yeah, to based go. on the data that you based have now on what you or have, last year's data. Where is a great place to go look at the stars? So, if you're willing to drive, you can either go up towards the Panhandle Black Mesa mm-hmm. or you can go down towards Broken Bow, which okay. is actually pretty good. There's a lot of places being built up around there, but there's a national forest down there that you can go and camp in that's actually really dark. That's those are the two darkest places in Oklahoma. Now, if you don't want to drive very far and you live kind of centralized you can see pretty good stars out a little bit north of Guthrie I know that's a little Mm -hmm. bit of a drive but it's not that bad no if you really cannot drive at all and you live around Oklahoma City if you can get in back behind Delisi Park where it starts being Lake Hefner kind of area that is actually fairly dark Uh that's about middle of the road for light pollution yeah um please if you go back there don't have your brights on because the rest of us are back there with our telescopes. Try to be nice. <laughs> yeah. Put a red filter on your flashlight. Don't honk at me. People, you don't need your brights anyway. You don't need well, your seriously, brights. Seriously, you don't. Now, I don't know how, I don't know how it matches up to you know to your data but i live kind of southeast oklahoma city and so when it was i want to see the thing and i'm like we're right by a hospital it's not gonna happen we could drive not very far like a um to like the hera exit on 240 mm-hmm. and it was a significant difference for all of for me you know 10 or 15 minutes of, Absolutely. of driving yeah it was a big I, now like how that compares to some of the other areas i don't know but as far as i i want to go i got i got about 20 minutes into this thing how much what can i get done that's pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah. Just Agreed. visual comparison. And, and if you think about and how Hera far we sometimes is... travel to go look at Christmas lights, I mean, how much more Down important the is it street. to go Dude, to? The no, drive I mean, to I mean some, some people like. You I know I'm very like lazy the, about them. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, so, but to see the really not, nice ones, sometimes like you go to committed. Chickasha or you go to Kingfisher or you go to certain places to to look for Christmas lights. How much more important is it to go someplace to look at the actual lights? You know, I bet I forget stargazing during Christmas light season, huh? Uh, yeah, a little bit, and I kind of. <laughs> because so I just imagine the Griswold House, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. just forget it. It's like the Luxor. It, it's, yeah. 
It's pretty bad. We did get. I wonder how bad it is in Las the Vegas Strip. Kind of the neighborhood behind where we live to turn off their Christmas lights for the meteor shower that happens on my birthday every year. I went over to their house and I'm like, hey, um, I'm your neighbor ish and I'm an astronomer <laughs> and it's my birthday and there's a meteor shower and can you turn off your house for like a little bit at 2 a.m.? And they're like, what? <laughs> They're like, that was a lot. That, you're, um, what? What? <laughs> These words. You always want to just hand them a pamphlet. Listen, right? there's some bullet points. Here, just talking points. Do you have time to talk about our Lord and Savior, the Milky Way? Right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> the universe. Well, that was, that was about to be my uh, my Christmas joke where it's like, <laughs> uh, we'd like to follow the star, but we, we can't see it because it. of all the damn Christmas lights. Right. That's right. Light pollution. There's apparently <laughs> a light in the east, but it could uh, be a Walmart. I yeah, don't know. exactly. It's probably it's that. It's probably, probably that the thing at the Cox Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Or, or one particular church sign in Enid, you know who you are and what you're doing. Stop it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Truth. Yeah. It's so bright, you guys. Oh my gosh! It's, awful. it's I, ridiculous. I don't. I don't understand why. And because, and and you're right. The the problem is there, there. There. Somebody came to them and said, "It's too dark here. There's crime, so put up a light." You know. Oh, I, there's a street, and I can't see. Yeah. Put up a light. And no thoughts at all, except for oh, it's of course the same reason. The same reasoning for stop lights and stop signs. Why do you do it? Because somebody came. Somebody went to their elected <laughs> official, and said, "I need a stop sign there." And they, since no one all said right. no. <laughs> they put it in there. We got extras. And, and Edmund, I can yeah. tell you right now, the reason they did it was because, and you look, drive down Second Street. Um, nope. and, and boy, I did it back about <laughs> five, about five or, no, it was about <laughs> 10 years ago when I was driving down uh, Second Street mm -hmm. from, from I-35 to Broadway and just watching them putting up lights. And it was yeah. every five feet. Yeah. I'm like, are you making I used a to landing work at the strip? What do you and <laughs> right around then, and yes. Yeah. That, and it's like, are you... What? Strip of lights. We're going to have no crime right here. That's the solution. Accurate. Well, they, they have this Dude. idea that they need more and they need brighter and they need bigger and they need, you know. And a lot of it is not based in kind of scientific evidence no. of how light works mm -hmm, and how your mm -hmm. eyes perceive it. I think the maybe the worst thing that's ever happened to me is I was out north of Guthrie getting light pollution kind of things and over the hill came this huge truck in the middle of the night had to be 1 30 in the morning he had his bright lights on he had his fog lights on he had leds around the entire truck <laughs> and i could tell that he had replaced all of those with like the brightest bluest oh I and i that. you know i had to pull over because i could not you see anymore see anything yeah and he pulled over to see if I was okay, and I... <laughs> Keep going, and I will be. I know <laughs> that I should have been nicer. <laughs> and and he was on. trying to be nice. I was like, what is wrong with you? Why do you... He's like, well, I just need to see there's deer out here. And I was like, also humans? <laughs> also people? <sighs> yeah. And, yeah. The, and the deer probably don't care much for your lights anyway. Which, by the way, the human beings that are out here are in other vehicles going 70 miles an hour yeah. might be a little more dangerous than the deer, honestly, yeah. if you're going to blind them. It's dangerous. Yeah. You cannot. You have to adapt to that light. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why I say the, 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 the light on the oh, on cue, 
I have to make sure that I am never looking at it because then I immediately turn right. down a road that does not have and many see lights. Nothing. And I, I've got to, like I've got to see. Good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's very dangerous. You, your eyes. What you say? Ten minutes to a ten truly minutes adapt? on average. The older you are, the longer it takes. Oh, so for me, it's about five hours. Yeah, I was going to say, I, mine don't. <laughs> mine don't at all. Yeah, speaking of, I've taken, when I took the Girl Scouts out, because I was working in Planetarium at the time, my eyes were really used to dark adapting pretty mm-hmm, quickly. Mm-hmm. Little girls and I are looking at stuff. It's amazing. We're like, whoa, this is awesome. Some of my cohorts that are, you know, middle-aged couldn't see it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, and so there was like this 15-minute delay, and then suddenly... We're kind of adapted to it, and we're like, "Yeah, that was cool." Twenty minutes ago, and the adults are like, <laughs> "Over oh, it." Hashtag. I noticed this when, again, when we were going to the planetarium all the time, uh, and they, there was always a warning. You know, it's going to take you a little bit of time, and then I forget what it's called when you actually can't see. It's dim enough you can't see it. If you look right at it, it's better. If you look, off. yeah, averted vision. Averted yeah. vision, and and I mean oh, yeah. that was that was sort of when I knew. I had adapted as much as my aging eyes were ever going to adapt, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was like, okay, I got that. That is really awesome. And it disappears when I look at it. Yeah. That's yeah. like I'm doing a magic trick on myself. <laughs> that yeah. This is as good as it gets. Yeah, because you know, yeah. the lights, lights going straight here with TVs and everything right there. So right. it's not going into the eye, the sides of them. So you can actually see a little averted vision. I forgot about that one. Yeah, anyway, that's the I've been curious why why the averted vision thing works. When I so, used to go into yeah. I used to go into um into like Movies. Whenever I, before I'd go see a movie, I'd go in sunglasses on. Yeah. Mm. Um, because that way I could get my eyes, you know, used to the darkness, and that way just enjoying the screen. Also, itself. looks super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. It helps. Yeah. I wear my sunglasses at night. Because you're super dead on. Cool. I am Corey Hart. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, averted vision is actually a thing I should have brought up. If you are looking at the night sky and you can't see anything, and you have your app and it says it's right there, and it. <laughs> not right there for you. That's frustrating. So the way your eyes work, if you've ever seen anything out of the corner of your eye, if you've ever been to the doctor's office and they do the thing to see where yep. your periphery is, mm-hmm. that's actually not just out of the corner of your eye. It's all the way around. Mm-hmm. And those pieces on the edges are actually better at seeing things that are dim or kind of harder to see than looking straight at things. So one of the things that you can do is look a little bit above where you're trying to see. Oh, rather than to the side. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you can look just a little bit above it, and that that star will kind of brighten up for you. And it is like a magic trick. If you kind of avert your eyes back down and you try to look at it, it'll disappear. It's a fun little optical illusion like kind of thing. Eye. Yeah. Um, well, probably an evolutionary adaptive reason. I mean, you want to see things. If it's whizzing in, at you yeah. from the edge. Yeah. You yeah, want to be able to get out of the way. Move quickly. Yeah. Go the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's actually a really good trick, especially as you get older. And as I'm getting older, I'm having to use it more and more. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's but, a, that's a thing. Like, yeah. yeah. But don't be surprised if you do take a kid out there with you. If they're like, it's right there. How can hey, you not see the yeah. thing? Great. How many stars? Yeah. D- you do the thing, kid. Yeah. yeah exactly. it. Type it in. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, it's also the opposite of way. My son lives, still lives in, in the Coyle Guthrie area. And, uh, boy, he's, you know, hey, have you seen all the stars? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Oh, it's the opposite of what I was saying. Like yeah. for me, where I was like, but it's going to suck. 
<laughs> it's the opposite where it's like, yes, I see them often. And then, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we're infinitely adaptable people. Yeah, it's especially gonna, if I go outside my backyard and say, look at all the stars. He goes, whatever. There's like four. Mm-hmm. There's total. like four. Yeah. There's five. Duh. You should cool. see all the ones I see in my backyard. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I can see three stars in a planet. <laughs> right. And also, there's also cool things up there besides just... Uh, stars, yeah. There's, planets. there's, there's, there's also there. We've uh, the got aliens, the International we money. Space Station. Right. We've got the, uh, we've got satellites. satellites. I mean, the first time you say someone sees a satellite, it's freaky. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the old Calvin and Hobbes My joke where you just is... randomly smile at the sky? It was for the spy satellites. Yeah. yeah. You know. This is for the. Yes. I love Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. <laughs> Coming into late summer, if you can get somewhere dark enough, you can actually see the Andromeda galaxy with your eyeballs. Yeah. Like you don't need a telescope or binoculars. Oh, okay, that so makes cool. it cooler. But Late. you can see it. And that is one where you have to use averted vision. You find uh, the big rectangle of Pegasus mm-hmm. and just kind of hop over with your star map until you get to Andromeda and right by where her hip would be. If you look just above, you'll see this little fuzzy bit in the sky, and that little fuzzy bit is another galaxy. Oh, you can actually which, see which so is cool. our closest galaxy. Yeah, that kind of stuff blows my mind. It does. It does. Like, I'm, absolutely. I'm, it's, really, it's really big, man. It's cosmic. Yeah. Well, it's just, yeah. No, really. I mean. It, the scale. Yeah, it just absolutely and we forget. We forget because our, for our lifetime, mostly, uh, we've never grown up in a time where light pollution was not an issue. Yeah, oh, the granted, there's darker places, yeah. but we've all grown. I mean, I mean, since since the you know '60s, '50s, and '60s, mm-hmm. lights have just been ooh, inundating ooh, ooh, cities more, everywhere. More. Yeah. yeah, and so uh, you know, again, like I said, when I was out in the out where there are no lights, and you realize how bright the full moon is, and how bright it, or how dark it is without it. You just don't realize growing up because we've always had these lights. We've always grown up. I'm, I've grown up in the city. I know you yeah. guys have grown yeah. up in cities as well. So it's really hard to realize how important it is to not have them when you really need to see what the universe looks like. And even even not just the universe, but, you, you know. know, bats, yeah. anti-mosquito lobby. Do not lose sight. And the, right. and the road, if it's, if it's a blinding light, the roads, you, 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 yeah. you know, it can hurt you and your just your simple vision. And vision itself has there been any studies about its effect you said you mentioned about humans but i mean like as far as our eyes as far as um a know. constant light causing yeah uh there, yeah there have been several like i'm sure there have i as, mean i'm i'm trying to think of one that i read recently because again the insomnia thing i'm always trying to solve it but. and yeah when we were talking <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we we're talking about the the day you know being keeping you up at night because obviously mm-hmm. it's too bright we are mm-hmm. we are trained we have evolution that puts it we go to sleep at night we wake up at day that's what we're mm-hmm. supposed to do unless you have my job yeah <laughs> and we, we fight that every step of the way generally and the lights as, don't help as people's yeah there's actually there was a study that came out not too long ago of people that have had chronic insomnia and i have that you know there's days and days i won't really sleep more than like an hour it's mm-hmm. bad but i tried it they did a study and they said go out for seven days to camp where there are no electronics. You can't have your phone. You can't have kind of street lights. You can't any of that for the entire seven days. And when you get towards the end of that week, you start going to sleep at a good time. You mm-hmm. sleep through the night and you get up at a good time. And that'll last for a little while when you get back to your regular life. But they found out people are having to go back about every two months 
and reset oh, themselves again because it's that fast. Yeah, it's that amazing it starts to how affect your ability we adapt to have a rhythm. Yeah, yeah, we are we are born to adapt, but you're right. It's it's not, for better it's not or for good worse. for you. Yeah, right. it's not good for you to, you know, <laughs> you should you know you should know your own rhythms and and mm-hmm. you know, but well, and some people are just naturally out of whack. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean that just. Is Devin said hopefully. <laughs> That's right. right. That's what I'm hoping. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this is, so it's, it's March twentieth through the 29th and April eighteenth through the twenty seventh and Earth Day is right in the middle of that. Oh yay! April eighteenth through the twenty seventh is actually Dark Sky Week. April is International Astronomy Month. Is it? And so. It's a really good time to go stargazing, and hopefully you'll download the app and give me data. If you don't have a smartphone, that's okay. <laughs> we forgive you. We're we judging forgive you. You, you don't have to have. How the are app you listening to this podcast? <laughs> right? No. How do you live? Really? We applaud you, actually. Actually, <laughs> at any rate, if you don't anyway, have a smartphone, if you how don't do we have share a smartphone and you have the internet, you can go on Globe at Night. They have a web app on their website, oh, cool. and you can get to that with a regular cell phone or you can just go home and tell them where you were and what you saw you can also at any time email me at okiespacequeen at gmail.com and tell me what's up or ask me more questions or if you want me to come talk to your little boy scouts or your girl scouts i'll do it i'll come tell them all about the stars and light pollution and bats and bugs and everything that's important <laughs> Dude, this, like they shit. should all be into all of those things and i will dress up like miss frizzle oh, oh. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, good okie o- 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 space queen at gmail.com yeah yeah um and i'm trying to figure out this so we're at the 11th so this starts a week from monday a week uh-huh. from monday yeah. a week from monday everybody get your uh apps downloaded but because it's can a you do deal. it any time you, you can do it any time okay but, but there's in fact please we do it any and all time but those days those days are important makes data it's basically everyone, so that way if everyone's looking at the, the sky exact at the exact same, same time, at the exact same, then we go, okay, right. here we can really it's look It's going to be at. super nice. Go play Pokemon. Yeah. Pull out your app and look at some stars. And, and you, and I did look up Dark Side Meter, that, or Dark, <laughs> dark Side Meter. Ooh, Dark Side dark Meter. Dark Sky Meter <laughs> is only, uh, Once only your eyes for adjust, the, it, the Dark Side pretty cool. If, if you use the Dark Sky Meter, we use that, and that still also sends data to you? Yes. Okay. That's wonderful. I think that's fantastic. We all need to do that. Dude, it sounds fun. Yeah. I think we should like make a field trip. We should. Let's go well, now. I know, I know that uh, on April 22nd, I'll be in Stillwater, so I'll just, after I get done with my thing, I'll just... just yeah, just go. leave campus and boom. Well, like, we're, it is already outside. It's it's off campus. See, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Ready See, to go. tons of stars. So easy. Yeah. Tons. So, Joey, thank you so very much for showing yes. up. We are so excited about this. Thank you for having this me and letting me talk. Um, I do want to. Uh, I do want to bring up something else. I don't know how big you Uh-oh. guys know about this, but did you hear NPR news that uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah, turned twenty. Turned twenty. I've actually been having a conversation with Lying Diane Rich all morning about it because it's her and Kevin and your fault that I watched it this year. Yes, for the I know. first that's why, time. That's why I, I had to bring it up to you. Yeah. So you like seen it all in... those feels you people have been feeling. This, this is fresh. For me, like still, like Spike, what you know, yeah. oh, and then man. Anya. Well, I just I have so many mixed feelings. Anya, oh, I do too. Not the least of which being that I'm that, that is, was twenty years ago. Jeez, that's that, uh, that was that's the only thing that bothers yeah. me is the fact well, that it was twenty years ago. What gets me is watching it through the lens of knowing it's twenty years old, yes. and experience, but still experiencing it for the first time. Like you know, following back up. You know, after like I processed a lot of the problematic 
BS that happens on that show. Um, yeah, there's a little bit. Yeah, there's a little. Uh, a lot Angel, of side eye for well, me. and there's a lot of side eye and Angel and and I, you know, I will go to the mat for Angel over Buffy. Wow, I I know. <laughs> she but likes anyway, those underdogs, I, you guys. I, I do. I just want to say my, that my point is the the feels are like there's a lot of feels super oh, fresh, but because they just happened for me. Right, right, right. Is the thing you guys, you know, it's like when Lost ended that that year. Although I'm still mad about it, but like, you know. <laughs> But that that just happened for me, as opposed That's to different kinds years of ago. Feels, yes. When you all have you experienced it, you were a similar age uh, to these yeah. characters. Yeah, you went through that together. You know, whereas I'm watching it through the lens of having all of my friends experience it then, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then, but but really critically watching this and story, also and also having Story Wonk accompany it. Right. Yeah, you've and, been listening to and, Dustin. And, also and, the lens. and I had already like worked through a lot of story walks, so like really critically watching the storytelling mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and having met you and my you're many, talking my about many it. Thoughts of my Buffy. husband having watched it like four times in its entirety. Yeah. You know, so and, I have And the like, lens of also seeing the, 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 the impact it has had. Yeah, yeah. So because it really has because for better I, and for worse, right? Well, but it it really is. Oh a, yeah, a, that, I mean that's move shows. Television shows are not the totes. same ever mm-hmm. since Buffy the Vampire Slayer, no, and I think most people not. don't realize. Although it was has had a huge impact, and it was a big, long running, and very popular show, it wasn't supposed to be. No, it was a mid season show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean there's so much. Joss Whedon was not the big huge name. He was a no. writer was. for Roseanne. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's, that was... that's, that's, I think, what adds to it as well. Not only mm-hmm. the fact that it was, it became a very large hit and it has, it has, yeah, it has career launchers. It has uh, one completely changed also new uh, television shows is the way they are. Yeah. Um, um, much more. I, I, it's so funny because Buffy is now backwards um, as far as female heroines go uh, compared to what we've got nowadays. I think that, that the, backwards, the, you mean like, She's. I don't think. I don't think that the the female heroine is as. I think she's much, much more progressive now um, than she was back then because there was no no real female heroine to to base off of. Does that make sense? No. No. Sorry. The, I don't under. I don't. Under, I understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, but they don't. I just. Pull, I think that. that, that I think that the. I think that there are stronger and more powerful female heroines in modern day uh, television. Yes. Oh, that, that, she is, that she is actually not quite as, it's a time no, she was, it's super, oh my gosh, yeah, mind yeah. she is, she is yeah. the greatest female heroine ever. Yeah. Now, she, nowadays in, in retrospect, and, she is actually not yes. as powerful as she's become. But it, well, if it was not for her, we would not, I don't think we would have no, that's, the kind yeah, of she's yeah. a, she's strong a stepping female characters. Stone in the direction that that's we wanted to go. No, I totally agree with you. And that's, that's and like you're, like you're saying, through the lens watching that I watched now, yeah. it, I'm watching it through that lens, through that particular lens, in fact, and being like, whoa, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, the like. The going to it. The going, First yeah. now, yeah. 15, 20 years later. Right. 20 well, but well, she's been at 18, this for a minute. Eight, you know. Anyway, I, I jump. So now, the, and then Angel's going to be twenty in three years. Yep. Happy so, birthday, Happy birthday, Buffy! Oh my gosh, twenty years. Twenty years. Listen, but yeah, but, through that again, lens, I'm like, whoa, dudes! Like this was progressive, really. At, like know. this is as, not progressive. However, this is awful. And it was at the time, though, as was pointed out yesterday 
Thank you, Scout Casto of the Rebrave Comics I podcast. Love her. Yesterday, let's not lose sight, was also uh, Bucky's 100th birthday. So happy birthday, Winter what, Soldier. What, Bucky with the good hair? Uh-huh. It was his birthday? Uh-huh. I just watched Winter Soldier like no, two like, days ago. I've been watching all no, of the Bucky movies. you mean the original movies. Bucky's birthday. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, Bucky Bucky Barnes with the good is, hair, yeah. Yes. Not the actor. No. No. No, no, the Bucky, no, no, no. Bucky the character. Bucky would have been 100. I love Bucky. I love. He was born in 1917. Bucky Barnes. This, this is apparently accurate. I, that oh, is so good. Oh, they put it. That's right. They put it on a. That's, it's on his tombstone or on one of the walls on Agents of Shield or something. I remember March this. 10th, now. Yeah. And and of course yesterday also was Mario Day. So. Well, oh my gosh! It was, and I <laughs> I was so busy I totally forgot. I had to explain to my son March. March like, what, what is March? He goes M I R and put that next to the He's like one. He's like one zero is not an I O because it's binary. It's a squint. Right. <laughs> and I and I can see more stars, Dad. Gah. Yeah. Anyway, Joey, thank you so much for coming by and letting us there for about a while. That's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our brand new website, okigeek.com, also on Twitter and Facebook at Okigeek Podcast. Uh, that's also the address for our Gmail account. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Joey, you mentioned uh, okispacequeen at gmail.com. Is there another place people can find you on the web? You're on, no, you're on Twitter. They can find me on Twitter at Oki Space Queen. You can find me on Facebook at Oki Space Queen. Making it easy. That is so let's, straightforward and simple. Let's also not forget, when it comes to us, you can find us physically at Luton XP mm-hmm. in Norman oh, next yes, Friday afternoon at 2 p.m. That's right. Come uh-huh. and be on the show and play Lords Seriously? of Waterdeep with Nikki. <laughs> oh, my sweet Lord, that That's... game. <laughs> I was come. so Here, she's tired. not here, so I can give her a hard time. So right? come and play Lords of Waterdeep with Nikki and hear all about her brand new Criminal Minds cosplay ideas. Yeah, what? Oh, she's, she's got many of them. I, I just saw her like two days ago. Hold on. I'm probably making that up, and I'm also probably not making that up. I was going to say you're totally not making that up. Like, I am making that up. You just gave her ideas. I'm making that up, but it's also a thing that's actually happening. That's going to happen And it's St. Patrick's Day. What a fun way to spend St. Patrick's Day than with us at Luton XP playing games. Actually, you're not making that up. She is legit going to cosplay. Yes. A Criminal Minds. (laughs) No, no, no. No. She based her role-playing game. Yes. 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 Right. She's working on Criminal Minds of Waterdeep. That Uh, showed it. Right. (laughs) Prototype. Prototype game next Friday. We can't have have a Waterdeep CSI. Dun, dun. No, no. CSI. That was Law and Order. CSI is so Waterdeep Law and Order. I want to make some some fantasy reference sunglass ripper lines now. Watch this space, gang. There will be be something. Josh's new Twitter plan right. for the week at any rate 2 p.m dude oh by the way i have to mention the hashtag make a movie oklahoman yes you've been having a lot of fun with that oh we've all been having a lot of fun with that <laughs> it's not i couldn't just come me, up baby. with anything it was i'm not are you kidding i was like twister dot 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 i oh, win wait. i was you know but no i mean they were there are some ooh, ooh. brilliant oh, yeah. ones. hold, on. hold so. on i'm gonna go i'm gonna go classic do Here it I'm grapes of wrath i'm out <laughs> My that was so good. Boom. That was better than my twister. Oh wait. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, really. Blown. So Devin, yes. Where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Uh, you can find me at uh at, at <laughs> sorry. Really? Uh, <laughs> at Angel is a better show than Buffy.com. No, I'm kidding. Um you can find me at Wava on Twitter. 
Um, I'm not on Facebook, and um, that's pretty much it. Twitter. Are you not on Facebook? I am. I just I, don't say, I, I mean, I, I go there. Tell smart. Me, but, yeah. Everything on my Facebook is just my Twitter. Like yeah, my my, my tweets just post to my Facebook. Twitter Facebook. book. And then you can be really confused. That way I don't have to be invited by people to play Farmville. I just, I, after right? a while I got sick. That was the point. The po- I want to let you know what's going on in my life. I don't want to And the block, Farmville. And block, we're done. Block. And we were done. Block. Block, 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 block. No. Oh, but that's me on Twitter, too. It's a too. toxic space. Block, block, block. I can't even. But mm. Joshua. But I have one. Where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can Twitter me at Joshua Unruh. Which just sounds dirty. I know. <laughs> you can find you can, me. You can Twitter him at I'll block you. Can, you. <laughs> you can Twitter me whenever you, you want. All hours of the night. <laughs> at Joshua While you're actually Unreal. making sure the app and you're actually checking the <laughs> You should see the face he's making. It's the best. <laughs> um, you can find me at KOSU Michael C. Uh, we are now on Patreon, which you can join at patreon.com slash Geek. Another big thank you to Emily Savage. Hi. Yes, who Emily. gave another pledge of support. Emily, please come you. join us at Luton XP next Friday, March 17th. We'd love to have you. We'll have you on. We'll talk to you because we... We, we won't even pinch you. Or, since I know Emily, we won't put you on. Or if not. that's what you would if prefer. Right, if that's your preference. Like, like we're going to put Gunder in. Emily, you have to get on now. No, yeah. You can at least come by and say hi. We'd love to see you. Yes. Uh, be sure and subscribe to this podcast. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Joey Rodman, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Joshua Unruh. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on.